Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, episode 313. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Parikh. This episode is brought to you by Together Letters and Edgewise.media. Togetherletters.com, where you can stay connected to the people that matter to you via reliable email versus unreliable social media feeds. So that are fed, spoon-fed to you. Don't be spoon-fed, stay connected. That's going to be our new slogan, I think. So I, th- I think we might eventually have to have an ad campaign for Together Letters. Uh, yeah, yeah. With like, uh, you know, like a baby being spoon-fed ah, social perfect. media. That's and perfect, go, yes. Do you want to be the baby? Or do you I mean, I was thinking you could be the baby, but I mean, no, whatever. <laughs> no, no, I was saying the ad copy was going to oh, say that. Oh, yeah. Not you particularly. That's I, yes, the that's baby. what I understood you to mean. Um, all right. So listen, uh, we actually, we we theoretically have a light episode, but uh, it, that never happens. So don't count on it. Um, but we've got some interesting, weird and wacky, some great tech wrecks. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I ordered on Cyber Monday and, and, and all the things that's going to be glorious. So. Uh, but let's, let's just dive in. Um, so, Sanjay, I know you tagged this first article. I'll yep. introduce it and then you can promo it uh, like you're a, you're a great rep man for this. So uh, <laughs> it's never been a better time to switch to Firefox. And Sanjay's like, and that's what I've been saying forever. So uh, I why, mean, is it, why is it never since, been a better time? Since before we started Tech yeah. Talk Y'all, which has been more than six years now. A long point. time. Yeah. Why, why um, has it never been a better time? Yeah. I, I mean, just all the things that they've been doing um, to help protect user privacy, which Google doesn't necessarily do because it goes against kind of their needs and desires of what they want to have happen with users. Right. Um, But also on the mobile side, they are starting to open up and allow extensions. That has been one of the issues and concerns for me is that there has not been the level of extensions on mobile that there has been on desktop. And Rightly so and understandably so, because the processing power that you have on your phone is just not the same as you have on your desktop or on your laptop. Um, And so their concern was these extensions would just end up crushing uh, the mobile device. So they're starting to get there. And there's a few new ones that have released uh, just even recently that I'm like, oh, I've been waiting for that. Um, So I think it's good things. And I think there's a lot of great stuff that's going to be coming down the line, hopefully, um, with all this like. Personally, I don't know if you ever do this, but I love sending tabs in between devices. So if yeah, I see I've done something that a little bit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, if I see something on my mobile that I'm like, well, I need to really read this or deal with this on my desktop or on my laptop, I'll send the tab over there and right. it'll remind me to go to that page. And then, you know, because it automatically just opens up and yeah. then I deal yeah. with it. So, you know, what extension I miss? <clears throat> What's that? There was an extension back in the day where you'd click on it. And Shia LaBeouf would step into your screen uh-huh. and like give this insane motivational speech. And it was like, so it was so glorious. Uh, I missed that. I don't know whatever happened. I think it fell it, into disrepair, but man. It, I it sounds like you need to um, uh, make that extension again. I, uh, I need to, I need to consider it. So uh, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Next up, uh, NVIDIA sued for stealing trade secrets after screen sharing blunder showed rival companies code. <laughs> Yeah, this is not good. And it's <laughs> on so many levels. On so yes. many levels. So yeah. they uh Nvidia hired uh this engineer who used to work for another company that they were working together with. Right. And they this engineer was doing some kind of screen share with mm-hmm. the original company and they saw some of the code base. Yeah. And um, took screenshots of it. 
And yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they're it, saying that he basically, uh, I mean, how does this even allowed, but he allegedly gave his personal email unauthorized access to Vallejo's systems to steal tens of thousands of files and six gigabytes of source six code shortly after that gigs. development. Yeah. Um, that's insane. Of him leaving. So yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe here's an idea. Don't steal intellectual property from your employer yeah. and take it to a yeah. competitor or right. a partner or anything else like that. Yeah. Like maybe don't do that. Don't don't do that. And, and not only that, but um, but when you screen share, um, uh-huh. I don't know, just be aware of of what is on your screen. You know, like I've like there have been several times where I'm like screen sharing and I'm like, do I have any any weird tabs open that like people are gonna be like like make fun of me for, you know, or something like or like like just whatever, like innocuous stuff. Like just be aware of what's on your screen. Like emails. Like are yep. do you do you have an email? You know, like, are you going to scroll again, a screen share and scroll through your email and they're going to see a bunch of like random emails from like maybe other clients or other, like, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I just, uh, I, I don't, I've, you know. I've seen that before. People will open up their email because oh, yeah. they're, um, looking for something to their, links yeah. to the presentation or something yeah. in there oh, yeah. and it opens up some other email and then you start reading their other emails. It's yeah. like, Oh, I've, I've seen that. I've seen like major CEOs of big companies do it. And I'm like, let me see what's in their inbox. That's really interesting. Yeah. Let's you know, see like, who uh, you've been talking to. Who's a getting idea. a deal and whose stock should I buy <laughs> before yeah, an announcement so. happens? All right. Uh, next up. This is insane. Uh, sorry, that was the Elon quote. Uh, Swedish workers are getting under Elon Musk's skin. So apparently, you know, Elon Musk is not pro-union. And uh, there's a Swedish union that's been on strike and they eventually uh, have made managed to get the mail delivery service to not deliver Tesla license plates to Tesla owners via the mail. And <laughs> Elon Musk is very mad about it. And I'm like, dude, just don't be a pain in the butt and you'll be all right. Like, yeah. So it, it started, um, I obviously with the Tesla factory there. Yeah. Um, and right. then it expanded to the port workers yep. who refused to, uh, unload Tesla vehicles at right. the, at the port. Um, and then now apparently the mail system is getting involved and they're like, yeah, license plates. We're not delivering those yeah. if it's going for a Tesla. Yeah. So uh, it's it's interesting to me that um, there's so much kind of like interplay because all of those folks are not striking uh, for yeah. any reason, but they're right. just uh, sympathetically. Uh, right. You know, they're like just like that, making it hard for Tesla. Like, OK. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I would think that that could invoke some like potential legal action, but then again, I don't know anything about Swedish law. So, right. And, and it says in the article that the country's have workforces heavily unionized with around nine out of 10 workers covered by collective agreements. Dang. So I'm sure they're, whatever they're doing, they're probably protected yeah. by some union that's like, yeah, yeah too they're bad. Good. They're safe. Yeah. Uh, what else is too bad? Apple pulls the plug on the Goldman credit card partnership. So uh, before you uh, get scared of your Apple credit card going away, I don't think that's going to be the problem. Nah. Um, it sounds like Goldman Sachs is just not going to be involved anymore. Right. And they're going to be shopping around. So what that probably means is that you're probably going to get a new credit card at some point in the yep. near future yep. because they're going to have to revamp everything and use somebody else. All that other stuff. Um, yeah. Unless Apple, maybe Apple owns uh, those credit card numbers. 
Uh, yeah, and Goldman true. Sachs doesn't. In which case, they'll just move everything over. Move it so. all over. Yeah, I'm, it was. I don't really understand how all that stuff works. That uh, the credit it, card. It was stuff. interesting in the article though. Like it talked about how Goldman Sachs initially, when Apple launched the credit card, got mad because Apple sort of had marketing around, you know, get a credit card not with a bank, and Goldman Sachs is like, uh, it's with the bank. No. <laughs> uh, but then, like, apparently, the bank. Uh, yeah, Apple was also pushing for Goldman Sachs to basically accept everyone. So they've had a lot more defaults on uh, on the credit cards as well. Mm. And so like that's been interesting. So I almost feel like maybe this is in the best interest of Goldman Sachs because I think Goldman Sachs has had some financial scrutiny around some of their lending practices. And they're yeah. sort of p- pointing the finger saying, oh, it's really because of Apple forcing us to do this, this, and this. So I mean, maybe right. it's just the time to pull the plug on that partnership, you know? Yeah, I mean, the unfortunate thing for Goldman Sachs is that they are still kind of phased out of the whole consumer side of it. Like yeah. they don't, have yeah. a product that's true um that works and and nobody's running out and being like i want to get a credit card from goldman sachs like uh that's no, not good. really a thing so yeah. yeah speaking of uh things that are new things possibly uh amazon turns fire tv cube into a thin client for enterprises so uh i I'm, i've read the article but I'm, you described this and then i've got some thoughts so yeah so basically uh amazon is shifting over uh, the old fire tv thing that they had into a little cube that's basically a dumb client uh, that interfaces with your keyboard your mouse your monitor and interfaces with a desktop that's in the cloud obviously yep. powered by amazon web services right because that's the whole reason to do this because they can sell more of that Yep. Um, so a couple of uh, comments from the article. Uh, obviously, if you've ever thought about how much laptops and desktops cost, um, if you look at the enterprise size of it, um, it's it's even more than what the desktop costs. So you know, a desktop computer costing a business anywhere between six hundred and twelve hundred dollars. Right. But then it's the support and updates and mm. all of that, and then worrying about yep. the uh, security patches not being applied and all of those kinds of things. Whereas right. this thin client. Um, it costs $195 for a single screen, $279 for a dual screen. Hmm. And you also probably don't need to upgrade it for better processors because all of that's going to happen in the cloud. It's all automated. Now, here's the only downside of all of this. Your internet goes down, you have no computer. Dude, listen, uh, that sounds glorious to me. <laughs> like I am all, f- it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you, when you travel, and you're on a flight, and I'm like, I don't want the plane Wi-Fi. I'm good. I don't need to be connected. I want to be disconnected for this moment in time. That would be great. So if the if the power is out, man, I'm done. I'm great. That sounds awesome to me. But you can't um, even do any work offline then. It's like you I'm, can't. I even better, even better. I love, I love that. That's a that's a great plan. So I'll give me a pencil and a paper. I'll be I'll be okay. Now, so so this is like, I mean, this is kind of the Google Stadia version of yeah. computing, really. I mean, like that's really what this is. And like, and I was thinking about this, like. Is this the future of computing? Like, does this, well, I, mean, I, I think it kind of makes more sense, doesn't it? It's, it's funny because this future of computing then is it's back to the old future. Computer. Yeah. Right, when we used to have mainframes yeah. and dumb terminals yeah. and you like, do you remember a tech? Was this still a thing of tech for you? Like you would uh, go I, into the, we had uh, back in my day, we had three Acme machines, Acme yeah. X, Y, and Z. Okay. Uh, and you would telnet or, or shell into those yeah. machines and then that. run, run things there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did all uh, that. Yeah. Right. So that was the mainframe and yeah. you were really a dumb terminal. And over in the rich building, uh, they had a bunch of those dumb terminals that now, uh, I didn't, I didn't have the actual dumb terminals, but I worked at a place in high school that had those and they would uh-huh. connect from factories 
um, and, like factory floors into the whatever the mainframe was. The mainframe, so, yeah. Yeah, so like, but like, I mean, if you think about it, it makes way more sense. I mean, essentially the way it'll work is you'll say to Amazon or whomever, like, hey, I'm going to pay you $30 a month for my virtual computer that's always going to be the fastest possible thing out there. And it's yeah. going to always have this group of software and it's going to be fully maintained by you. And then I'm just going to buy a connecting point, you know, a, a dumb terminal on my right. end for for a hundred bucks. And then I'm good to go anywhere globally using my computer. Like that's a pretty sweet deal. I mean, yeah. And yeah. it's so fast now you won't notice any latency. Like every, I mean, everything yeah. I do is in the cloud anyway. I mean, like Google drive, right. like I, all my files are in Google drive. Everything's in Dropbox. Like everything I do is in the, so it's no different really at all for me yeah. from that perspective. So yeah. And yeah. updates will then happen automatically. So for enterprises, they don't have to worry about those updates. Oh, you know, we got to send a person out to everybody's computer to make sure the updates are done. No, yeah. you just do it in the cloud. Like, okay, tonight we're doing it in like done. half an hour. Everything's done yeah. and, and you don't have to worry about it ever again. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, we'll see where it goes. We'll see if anybody picks up on this. Yeah. Um, but I think we are at a point with fast enough internet speeds that this possibly could work. The other thing that I, I noticed too of this is that the footprint then that you have of the computer is yeah. so tiny. So small. Um, yeah. So you could kind of nestle this almost anywhere. Like sometimes yeah. you see these big giant desktops with security guards and people like that. And they're, they're like, it feels weird about yeah. where they put the the main unit because they're like, well, we just kind of have to shove this up in here somewhere. Right, right, right. Um, whereas yeah. this thing is so super tiny that uh, you're not even going to notice it. Not at all. So, no, seems kind of amazing to me. So, yeah. All right. Uh, last up before Weird and Wacky, 33 yep. states accuse Meta of having a big, quote, open secret, millions of underage users. Um, Wait, how is that even an open secret? How, how can you add the word secret to secret that? To like, that. Everybody's yeah. known that forever. I don't really understand why they're just now getting around to dealing with this. Like this has been like any, any parent, any parent. Since like, the beginning? Yeah, like the 10, I mean, like, well, I mean, maybe not since the beginning, but for, certainly for the last decade. Like, yeah. like anybody that's got a, anybody, any, any kid that's older than 10 is like, oh, my friends are on social media. No, they're not. And then you're like, no, they really are. On, <laughs> so it's like terrifying. Like what in the, what in the world's happening here? So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Okay. I sometimes feel like our, our um, justice system and uh, government are a little slow to catch on to Very what's slow. happening around Very them. Slow. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the document says the company, quote, zealously, protects knowledge of the users from being disclosed to the public. But like, does it, I mean, again, this isn't a surprise. Like, I feel like Meta's probably looking around like, everybody knows this. What's y'all's problem? Like, what's like, what's, it's, it's like me like wearing a gray hat and somebody comes up and be like, Adam, you're wearing a gray hat. Oh my gosh. No, I've been, I've been doing this for years, man. I don't, what's the, you know. <laughs> I, I have had people speaking of that be like, Adam, man, I love the beard. It's new. And I'm like, I've had a beard since high school. Like, what did you think I looked like? I, like, I literally have not, I've not never, I've never not had a beard. Like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think I actually know what your face looks like without a beard. My wife I, doesn't know what my face looks like. <laughs> my wife has maybe seen me one time, one time ever, almost clean shaven. My kids have never seen it. 
So uh, that's this. I I I feel like uh, that should happen at some point. I should do it for Halloween. Like for Halloween, Halloween? just like it could be my costume. I can be like a a beardless. Like who's that guy? I'll like take off my hat and shave my beard and be like, hey guys, take off my glasses and be like, ah, (laughs) grow your hair out, comb it back, ponytail, something like that. Love that. That's a great plan. All right. Is there anything else, anything else to talk about in this article other than just I, making I, fun of it? I don't even I, have anything. I, I don't okay. think so. I got, I, right, I just to hopefully government and justice gets faster. Time for the Weird Wacky point. segment. Abominable snowman. Not an axe One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. First up in Weird and Wacky, and man, this is Oh my wacky. gosh. Oh my gosh. A movie director YOLO'd $4 million of Netflix budget into Dogecoin and made $27 million. That, that, that's like betting more. on black right there. Like, uh, it's going to be all or nothing. I, I feel like it's, it's more than betting on black. It's betting on like black 23. It's like even less. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, man, a specific like a number zero yeah. on the roulette. Yeah. yeah. I Like, so there's so much to this article. So first of all, like dude goes to Netflix, gets paid millions of dollars to build a show. And he's like, oh, no, no, wait, I need 14 million more. Netflix is like, sure. Have 14 million more. They give him 14 million. I think it was 14 million, something like that. Yeah, mil- 14 million. million. More. Yeah. So then he, and this is when he's not delivered anything, by the way. Then yeah. he takes, I think he loses 6 million in the stock market, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then decides to invest 4 million into Dogecoin, makes, make, turns it into 27 million, buys Ferraris. I think it said he bought $9 million of like high end furniture, about a $320,000 watch. Then now he's trying to tell Net, and, oh, and, he, and he claimed that all of the stuff he bought was for the sci-fi show. <laughs> and now he's trying to tell Netflix they owe him another was it fourteen million in like, damages. I'm like, well, I, I'm sorry, and he hasn't he still hasn't delivered anything for the show. Like, I'm so I think I feel like this is like a fire festival guy. Like, like, like this guy is gonna go to jail for sure, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We we we've got another article that's totally fire festival. You you actually oh. when I read it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna mention uh-huh. this, but you mentioned it early. Oh, yeah. So this is the same director that made the movie 47 Ronin yeah. um with Keanu Reeves. Right. And uh you would just think he would know what he's doing, but maybe he does know what he's doing, and that's why he's done all this. I don't know, man. Because he's like, that show. I mean, let, let, maybe the show comes out and it's like the biggest hit ever. Like maybe it maybe it's worth it. All this has. I don't know. I, it, it's I don't yeah. understand how a person spends nine million dollars on like cars, jewelry, furniture, like high. I don't like. I that makes no. I can't. This is like the movie. This is like the movie. Have you ever watched the movie Brewster's Millions? No, no, I've never seen that. No. It's a mm-hmm. Richard Pryor movie. It's an old movie from the okay. 80s. Yeah. Um, and basically, he is the sole heir uh, of this, like, you know, billionaire, 100 right. millionaire, whatever. Right. But he doesn't, the, 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 uh, the person giving the money uh, that Richard Pryor's character did not know that he was related to, didn't want to just give him the money. And he said, okay, I'm giving you, I think it was like $30 million and you have 30 days to spend it all and have no assets left over from that. If you can do that, then you get like $100 million or $500 million or something like that, right? But you have to have no assets at, at the end of it. But you can't do certain things. Like you can't just buy like a Picasso and set right. it on fire. You can't just yeah. take the money and yeah. you actually have to get something for it. Right. Um, it, it's, it's a fascinating money. And so basically the, the idea is like trying to make you sick of money yeah. uh, and having to spend it. And then you'll like not... Uh 
blow the money when you actually get the real amount or something. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's what this guy's doing. He's he like, I got all this money. Movie. I'm yeah. going to try to blow it and then see what happens after that. So I don't know, man. I, I was, <laughs> I was just like, I don't, I can't even, I can't even, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't even. Well, uh, maybe he should use his money to uh, mine Antarctic uh, uh, water icebergs. There, that was a part of, uh, what was it, the, the Jerk or something? One of those movies where one of the characters gets pitched uh, this idea of floating an iceberg for water. I, no. I, I'm with the random I, movie references today. I don't know today, about that one. All right, yeah, moving so on, moving on. <laughs> one of the world's largest icebergs is drifting uh, beyond Antarctic waters where it's been grounded for three decades. Now, yeah. the title of this story makes it seem like, oh my God, we're all going to die. I don't know, uh, man. Climate it feels, change. It feels kind of matter of fact, though, too. Like, it, you can kind of take it both ways, right? Like, I guess so. But in the, in the scheme of like all the stuff that Yeah, that's happens, true. I mean, we're dealing with AI, AI. We're dealing with, you know, all this nanobot stuff. We're dealing with all these viruses. And now it's like now an iceberg's also going to kill us. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. So, okay. and, and you think it's because of climate change. But in the article, they're like, yeah, it was grounded since 1986. But eventually it was going to decrease in size sufficiently uh, to lose the grip, lose its grip and then start moving again. So and, and this thing is like three oh, times yeah. the size of New York. Like, like it's like, it's freaking huge. So, but it's not like this thing. I mean, I'm sure it moves fast because it's huge. Yeah. uh, Relatively. It'll have momentum at some point, but it's not like it's going to hit New York and like destroy New York or anything because that'd be a funny movie. Like imagine the movie of that. Like there's an iceberg. It's coming at five miles an hour. It's going to destroy New York. We (laughs) only have 14 weeks to, or I don't know, months to fix it. Okay. It's like, I mean, it'd be like Armageddon, but like way less, way less, way slower. Way and, slower. And, and also yeah. between Antarctica and New York, you have the equator and wouldn't the yeah. equator like totally melt this thing? I feel uh, yeah. like that's, would, it's would, pretty hot. I would certainly believe. Yeah, I would, I I've would actually believe. never been to the equator, but I, I hear it's hot. I, feel, I hear it's, I think it's warm there. Yeah. So, right, toasty. Uh, last up, the three-year cruise is canceled. I'm sorry, this is not a tech-related article. Man, I just couldn't resist. Uh, but we talked about this. I think we talked about this when it launched a long time ago. Well, I mean, yeah, apparently, like, they're they're saying, like, hey, we're, we're going to do a cruise for three years. People put down a ton of money. People sold their houses because they're like, I'm not going to be living there for three years. I'm going to be going around the world, so I'm good to go. And, and the launch date for the cruise got pushed back, got pushed back, got pushed back, and finally... The cruise company was like, yeah, um, it's not going to work out. And I believe if I remember, wasn't it because they couldn't buy a boat or something? Like they couldn't get a boat for, for it? The, that- the proper boat that they were looking for or something. Yeah. So it started originally, it was supposed to launch November 1st, which was yeah. earlier this month, out right. of Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, postponed it to November 11th and relocated it to Amsterdam. And then to November 30th, again in Amsterdam, uh, but then a couple of weeks before that November 30th day, they were like, yeah, it's not happening. And now there's a bunch of people in Istanbul because yeah. they flew there yeah. expecting that the cruise start stuck yeah. because they don't have money to get out because they sold all their stuff yep. and they don't even have anywhere to go. They have nowhere to go. Like, why, where, where'd you get? And so they're There's waiting that. for refunds, which they said they're going to give the refund. They're starting but, to give them back. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. But again, like you've totally screwed over. But but then again, I will say this. If you have the capacity to go on a three-year-long cruise so you don't have to work and you've got like the money to pay for this, I I think being stuck in Istanbul for a a few days or even a month, few months, is probably not a big deal. I I thought some of the idea was that you would work on the boat as you're cruising around. 
Maybe. I I didn't get that deep into the research on this. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, my I point is... But this... Yeah, this so. totally yeah. stinks of Fire Festival. Like, if... Listen, listeners, if there's something happening that sounds like, oh, this is just too good to be true, maybe don't be the first one to sign up for it. Maybe wait for the second version. Don't uh, be the beta tester. That's all I'm saying. Don't be the beta tester. Don't be the beta tester. That's a good line. It's fine to be the beta tester for a product that's going to get shipped to your house that's, you know, less than 500 bucks. Uh, but when you're talking about having to fly somewhere or do something, something for the first time, maybe not. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Maybe wait. Or maybe look at the person that's doing it and make sure that they've done it before. But then again, that doesn't mean anything either because you're movie director might just YOLO and steal all your money. So it doesn't really mean much, does it? So, you know, whatever. Tech wreck, tech wreck, time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Okay, Adam, it is tech wreck time. What Cyber Monday deal do you have for us? All right, so I'm I'm, I'm mixing it up because I'm going to tell you what I'm excited about having bought, but having not received it. So it will. It, this is gonna. This is gonna be a a, a pre tech wreck, and then I'll, so this I'll actually is, make it a tech wreck. Okay. This is all about yeah. the anticipation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's also about me getting to use one tech wreck for two episodes. Like that's also a nice benefit. So, there you go. Um. All right. So the, I, I I bought the Shark AI Ultra two in one robot vacuum mop with sonic mopping, matrix clean, home mapping, HEPA bagless, self empty case, base, whatever. Clean edge technology for pet hair, Wi-Fi, and it works with Alexa. So um, it's a it's a, a robot vacuum that uh, that number one has one of those self-emptying containers. So it's supposed to like go for like 30 days vacuuming before you have to empty out the container. So in my house, I expect it to last a week. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then it also in addition, so, so I mean, theoretically, it it'll vacuum better than my current robot vacuum because it's got better mapping technology. It's got LiDAR and all that stuff. So it'll like really do a great job of like making sure it gets every inch of the floor. But then on top of that, it's got a separate like connecting thing when I when I need to mop the wood floors that I can pop in and it will actually mop the wood floors, which if I'm being honest, probably aren't mopped quite enough at the moment. So um, this is going to save me a ton of time and a ton of headache. And I'm really excited about it. So yeah, I got it for 43% off on Cyber Monday and it's still the deal's still good. I'm just saying right now. So to check it out huh i so uh the home mapping part of it is it uploading it to the cloud and oh, i'm sure sharing that with everybody I'm, I'm sure it's going to the cloud i, I mean I, I have no doubt that it is I, i'm not but i, I like i know like you're very like weirded out by that like i don't care like i like people like people i mean I, like honestly like like somebody can look at my house like look at an aerial view of my house and look at a street view of my house and be like i bet this is the floor plan like it's not that hard to figure out so yeah. like, i just don't like it just doesn't matter to me if they know the floor plan or not. Well, I mean, honestly, some of those floor plans are already registered. If you know the right yeah. place to look, yeah, um, that stuff is registered because the fire department needs to know yeah. if there's ever a fire. Like, yeah. what's the layout of this house before we go in so that yeah. we know where to I'm get not, people? I'm not worried about it. And, and I will say, too, like, like Shark is a reputable brand. I love yeah. the Shark vacuum that I have. Um, it's been so good. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dove, dive, dived. I don't even know the word, uh, into dove the dove knitted into the privacy policies, but I'm, I'm pretty confident they're decent. Um, and, and even so, like, I'm, I'm just not that worried about it. It's not like, it's not using a visual camera that would weird me right. out more. It's using LIDAR. So, I mean, 
I'd, I'd rather my LiDAR map be out there than a visual camera of the thing yeah. pulling around my house be out there. So. Which we we talked about one of those a long time ago with, uh, yeah. I think, with Roomba, with iRobot. Yeah. Um, well, several of them use the visual one. And the problem, the problem with that to me is, to, one, it's going to send you know your visuals back to the cloud, which I'm, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I mean, I do it with some cameras, but not all. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, it's not as effective. Like, it's not as accurate yeah. as a lighter either. So, right. um, so, I, so I'm, I'm super excited about this. It's going to be great. I, I'm going to put it on the schedule. It's going to be awesome. I was just expecting Elon Musk to pop in right then and be like, no, that's not true. You can use visual eyes work. LiDAR's bad. <laughs> LiDAR's not good. He's, so, he's yeah. yeah he, I, I said I wasn't going to say his name, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's he, right. he, he who shall not be named. Yeah. All right, uh, Sanjay, what, did, did you order something on Cyber Monday? And if so, I, what did you order? I, I did. Uh, mine's also a cleaning thing, Ooh, but okay. it's uh, a lot low end, a uh, lot more low end than yours. Okay. Um, it is the... <sighs> Color Corral uh, cleaning gel for dust and like all the little things and crevices. So I just stumbled upon this thing. Uh, I was looking at something else and I was like, oh my God, I need this. Um, so basically this is like a super sticky gel and I've, I've already used it once. Um, and it you can push it into places and pick up all the dust and all of that stuff. So people use this for detailing their car um, you know, cleaning out the crevices of their keyboards on their computer. So I had actually around my little touchpad on my laptop, the edges of it had junk in there. I could not get that stuff out. Right. Yeah. And so I tried a little bit of this stuff and it, it worked. I mean, it picked it all up and it just, it's sticky. And I, I will say in the pictures, somebody's using this barehanded. I did not do this barehanded. I used a glove because <laughs> it is all <laughs> kinds of <laughs> sticky. Um, but, and it's, <laughs> it's really quite hard to get like a small piece. I got a small piece out just to try it out. Um, and it was hard to rip it out of there, but I got a little piece out and then, yeah, I mean, it works really, really well. Um, there's a bunch of different brands that do this, uh, but this one seemed to have pretty good ratings. Yeah. Um, has a slight lemony scent to it, okay. but, um, cause everybody knows nice. the sticky goo that you use to dust should have a lemony scent. Like yeah, that's a I mean, known, yeah. a known lemony thing. clean yeah. is what you want to get it to. Yeah. Um, so I've only used it on my laptop. I am probably going to be taking some of this out and cleaning out some really annoying crevices in my car soon. Okay. Um, but in the pictures, they also have, I don't know how you would get this to work, but somebody has pushed it into an air vent and yeah. cleaned out the air vent as I well. I saw that, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, and they're I using it, it on like their car touchscreen uh, too, which feel, feels a little freaky to me as well. Um, yeah. So, but, but, like, I, but like great examples, like in your car, like one of the photos, is like the uh the the switch to roll down your window like it gets yep. it's like hard to clean in there and you can like put you know put a cloth but like this you just pop it in there pop it out it gets it gets all the crap like that's a interesting way to do it I'd, yeah it's just yeah. it's sticky stuff and it's a it's a little thing of of uh of this gel and okay. I mean it's not that expensive it's uh it's right now it's, it says it's forty two percent off it's seven dollars seven dollars uh, for this so um you can find a link in the show notes. Uh, if you want this exact oh, same this one, All right. uh, it's pretty nice. I, yeah. 
I, I dig it. I'm I'm a little like OCD about those kind of little crevices. They annoy me. Never ever no. guessed that. It's never not obvious at all, is it? Never would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Sanjay. How can our listeners find and connect with you? <laughs> they can find me at sanjaypark.com. All the good things are there. What about you, Adam? Find me uh, on my website, adamjwalker.com. Uh, I will be promoting pretty soon and starting a new newsletter about marketing. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, some things are ramping up there. But uh, yeah, adamjwalker.com. Do-do-do! <laughs> <laughs>